Hello, my name is Scott Bradley and this is Scott Scott Podcast and today I'm joined by Matthew Templeton. Matthew, you're making your debut on the Scott Scott Podcast. How are we today? I'm brilliant, man. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to doing this. So, Matthew, let's cut right to the chase. Celtic 4, Rangers now are utterly embarrassing performance from Rangers. Total unacceptable. Um, what do you make of it? Oh, I think, I think embarrassing is an understatement. That, that's the worst Rangers performance I've seen in a long, long time. Even even the five one games, I thought we played better than we did in that weekend. It was just it was just a nothing performance, nothing. Not one player, I would say, got past much for me. Not one. No, I absolutely agree with you, mate. It was it was gutless. It was pathetic. And right from the word go, right, I was at the game, and right from the word go, I was thinking, right, we're not at the races today. We're not getting. We're not winning this game whatsoever. No. Rangers all over the park were completely dominated by Celtic. Need to give Celtic their due. They physically they were much superior than us. Much superior. They just physically unbelievable. Rangers were. I could not believe how poor Rangers were. It, it was like they turned up and they just didn't care, and they just did not care whatsoever. And the midfield, honestly, got that. Especially the midfield. That is the area that got completely. Dominated by Celtic. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's just, they're fitter as well. They were hungry, they were hungry for the ball more. Every second ball they got it, Scott Brown was in your face. And Andy Halliday, what, what was he doing? Oh, where do we start, done. right, mate? Where are we, we start with Andy Halliday, right? Before the game, right, I was uh, on the supporters bus, got to Hamden, alright, I'm checking my Twitter. Yeah. See, right, checking to see what the team is, right? And then constantly refreshing it, and then it comes up, Rangers team, I'm like, okay, and then I'm like this. Andy Halliday, you having a laugh? Andy Halliday, come on. Right, Andy Halliday is no start of the game since about, I think, February, and he's playing at left back. That's not even his natural position, right? And I'm thinking, what does Andy Halliday merit to get in the starting 11 for? The biggest game of our season, right? So he gets in the starting 11, I'm like, this is not going to go well. And it didn't go well. It no. did not go well whatsoever. No. I, I, I hate this... Like defence that Rangers fans have for Andy Halliday. Oh, he's a Rangers man. He's a Rangers man. Oh, yeah. That's why they like him. It doesn't matter if he's a Rangers fan. I, I all I'm interested in is if you're a good footballer and you play well for the club. Andy Halliday is a is yes. He's a he's a diehard Rangers man, but he's a terrible, terrible footballer, and he is not worthy of wearing that Rangers jersey. Yeah, I, see the next time I, I want to see Andy Halliday wearing a Rangers jersey is in the pub supporting us. Exactly. I do not want to see Andy Halliday wearing a Rangers jersey playing for us. Never no. again. And Never but, again. But I felt it was alright. We'll come on to Graham Murray in a bit. But at the time, I was raging uh, when Halliday was st- when, when I found out Halliday started right and then when he got subbed off, I thought it was the wrong timing. I felt as though, like, of course, sub him off at half time. Take, take Andy Halliday off at half time, but don't do it in that manner like there was four minutes to go right four minutes to go until half time don't embarrass the boy like that I know you know right? I know I agree I agree albeit it was a terrible performance should never have been picked from the start but at least wait to half time you know and that shows more he's an experience I think a bit um, bring him off at that point and all, all the Celtic fans could see him walking off and the way he reacted it, just, it just, wasn't, just wasn't a good time for him no, it was not. It was. It really wasn't. Um, 
and it just shows you the Celtic fans are singing Andy Halliday they, they were singing his name and that would have killed him honestly and there, there was no need for Graham Murray, Graham Murray to do that and uh, Andy Halliday's reaction what do you make of that? I thought I thought that was banging out to be honest obviously like we touched on he's, he's a Rangers man he's a, he's a Rangers fan but he cannot react like that especially in a, a game of that magnitude you know just Marty obviously he might not have been happy with Marty but you don't, don't do that for the whole world to see you know and I was embarrassed to watch that and thinking what, what is he doing you know it's just it's not something you want to see um, well it just shows you though that the, the lack of respect the players have for Graham Marty you know yeah. Yeah, a guy like Andy Halliday who's a squad rotation player at best at, at best right, yeah. at best right I'm being very generous saying that <laughs> and he's given Graham Marty tons of abuse and there was no need to react like that right no. he, Andy Hardy's meant to be a professional footballer he's meant to be a Rangers player right uh, he's playing for Rangers Football Club we don't have start, like we have Rangers no. Football Club has high standards we don't accept that kind of nonsense you know, no. at, at our football club, and it was very poor from uh, Andy Halliday, right? Uh, it really was. But where, as I was just saying, Graham Murphy, take him off quite rightly, so he should never start the game. But take him off at half time. But see what uh, from what I seen from the from what I seen in the video footage, um, Andy Halliday was calling Graham Murphy a ball bag. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen that, yeah, he was, yeah, he was sitting there saying, calling my ball bag, um, like, screaming in his face, it's just something you don't want to, it's just, you know, especially, say that, you don't say it to the manager, you know? Exactly, have a bit more class about yourself, exactly. you know, it was, it was really embarrassing, to say the least, but one thing I will, I, I kind of agree with Andy Haldy on is the fact that I think Graham Murray is a ball bag for starting Andy Haldy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> honestly. I'll agree with that, I'll agree with that, yeah, he's a ball bag for starting, she never... Never ever been in that. I've just started, you know, Jason Holt, who again, I don't think he's a great player, but I've just started him before. I just thought about Andy Halliday. Um, yeah, like, also as well, Graham Dorrance, what a flop he's been. Oh, I thank you you said that, because I must be the only just fan who think he's been a massive, massive disappointment. Came in, all the hype surrounded him, and he just, he's just no good for Obviously, I know he's came back for a long term injury, but even before that, he just. He done good in spells, but he just he just not been worth worth the hassle. Oh, Adrian Lawrence has been really disappointing to say the least. Mate. He's been really poor. Very indifferent. He has. Um, I think I've seen that to you a couple weeks ago in the pub as well, mate. Like Dorrance just he came in with all this hype, all this fanfare, and he's just not delivered whatsoever. Nah. nah. And there's it's another guy. It's no delivered Bruno Alves. No. He's been, he's been absolutely shocking. You know, he's Portugal, Euro, European Cup winner uh, of Portugal 2016, tons of wealth experience, and he just, he just doesn't look interesting, you know? No, he doesn't. He, 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 I don't just, think he gives a toss, you know? No. But it, I, I, th- I feel as though we are singling out players, right? I don't think any of them, like, everybody was put up. There was not one player in that part I would give no. pass marks to. Not no. one. We were, not one we, we were doing right from the start. We were. Uh, just in, as I was saying earlier, every single area completely dominated in, and Marty, right? Well, we'll come to Marty now, right? Because I think we are going to spend a a, a lot of time on yeah. Rangers on this episode. So Graham Marty, he's not getting the job. It's no, safe to nah, say, Graham Marty. Um, I thought Graham Marty was oh my god, I could, he just looked like a a lost figure on the touchline. So he did. He looked. 
devastated he did. And and he, he seen his post match interview, did you see that? Yeah, so then he just um, he just it looks like a defeated man, he just well, he lost lost the world to live, didn't he? Exactly, I know. And honestly I think we'll be doing him a favour relieving Graham Murray uh, we'll be do- doing Graham Murray a favour by relieving him of his duties because yeah. it, 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 I don't think it's good for himself he looks yeah. it, it looked like he was going to start crying <laughs> when he was, <laughs> so when he was doing his you know, interview I know he's trying to give a hug and say he's going to be alright but he's not his manager you shouldn't I've always decided to disappoint you I thought this to say what was first like, for example he'd be raging after the game he'd be getting to prayers getting to the media whatever but he just he's, I think he's too nice for the job I really do. I think he's, he's he's a lovely guy, but wait, we don't need lovely guys in charge of Rangers. We need these men who get results, who get trophies, who who say what needs to be said. You know, yeah. And he's just he's just he's just, he's just no, he's not there. He's not got the experience. He's a youth coach at best. You know. It's it makes no sense. It, it really no. doesn't. Like it, it, the blame should not be fully put on Graham Murray. No. The blame, in my opinion, needs to be. Completely, one hundred percent on the board because oh, Graham Murray should never in a million years be in that position. You no. know, he never advocated for that position. He was put in that position, right? Uh, it's like it makes no sense. How can you go from a youth coach to Rangers' first team manager? No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It can't happen. You know, it can't happen. Um, but what was really telling from uh, Graham Murray's uh, post-match interview? was the fact that he said he'd never done a team talk after the game and the reason being why he never done a team talk was because he didn't want to cause conflict there then that's where he, that is not a Rangers manager come on no. he doesn't on. He doesn't want to cause conflict no. what, what does that mean like, if you're the Rangers manager after an old from defeat that heavy you'd be getting torn to every single player you'd be telling them exactly how rubbish you were how rubbish you were what you need to do what you need to do you be sitting there for a good 15, 20 minutes, however long it takes to get the message through. And if it causes conflict, so be it. That shows there's passion, it shows they care. And I think that's just where the whole Miller Wallace thing stemmed from as well. Oh, that's a good segue. So it is. Um Lee Wallace and, uh, Lee Wallace and Kenny Miller were suspended by the club uh, during the week there. Uh, after it was revealed a bust up happened after the game. Um, it's. Uh, like Kenny Miller it doesn't surprise me right because obviously no. he's had uh, previous bust ups with Rangers managers um, yeah but I think Kenny Miller is done if I'm being honest and yeah, I think his last game yeah I think he is right I, I, I said before even before this bust up I was saying right this is Miller, this, this has to be Kenny Miller's last season because the, the lives are gone he, he tries his heart out but the lives are gone they're not there anymore yeah. but Kenny yeah. Honestly, the Rangers team needs more people like Kenny Miller. The Rangers team does because you need winners. You need players that don't accept this garbage, right? Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace are true, profe- true uh, professionals, right? Who know what Rangers Football Club is all about. And they don't. They don't want to accept that utter rubbish that there was that we, we had to witness on Sunday, and they expect high standards. We want that. We want. Players right after the game to be in each other's faces, yes. questioning tactics, whatever, but do it in a respectful manner. But we don't yeah. know what was said. But honestly, um, the fact that the club suspended Miller and Wallace over this, uh, it really is baffling. It is. It really is baffling. But I've, I've got to be theory. I actually think right, the club are doing this 
on purpose to make an example yeah. and trying to and they're trying to actually get rid of Miller and Wallace only be, be, only because they are the they are the two top earners uh, within the club. So Miller's contract's up in three months. Wallace has got another year. So I actually think they're doing this, and they, I think they want Miller and Wallace out of the club ASAP. I, I don't think this is. I don't think uh, Marty ha- is in a real position. To, no, Marty's not in a position to, uh, to suspend people. He's gone next season. That's very evident, right? But I think the board want to get rid of Wallace and Miller as soon as possible. Yeah, because they're the top earners. I mean, Wallace has been. It seems to me he's been fit for a for quite a while now. He's not. He's barely made the squad. He's he's not played a game. As I think it's just it's If your captain's really fit, why is he not in the squad for a, for a big old fun game? You know, um, I don't think that was much choice. That was either Dave Allen or the board saying, "Listen, we want him out. Don't put him in the squad." Um, and it's just it's just absolutely unacceptable that. And I think Miller, he's going to go anyway. Like you say, his contract's up. His legs are gone. He just can't perform at that level anymore. But you want, like you said, you want people like that in the club. And Wallace, he's still young. He's got that heart, that desire in him um, to know what Rangers are all about. And it's just, they've been left to hang out to dry. And I'd be very surprised if either of them, especially Wallace, would play again. <coughs> um, excuse me. Um, I um, Honestly, mate, I think, well, as we're saying, Miller's done, right? It's a shame that's not the way his Rangers career no. should end. No. Not at all. And Wallace, though, I think that might be a decision for maybe the next manager. Possibly. I think that might be up to the next manager. Uh, I think they can make a decision on Wallace. But I don't know what it is. It's very it's very strange. I was reading various uh, media reports that Stuart Robertson, who I think is a, a clueless... He's a clueless, gutless coward, yeah, that's what he is. And he apparently had a meeting with, Miller, uh, with Kenny Miller and uh, Lee Wallace. It was two minutes, done and dusted. So I think they're just trying to sweep the hands of it and then let's move on, which is baffling because the whole, I think the, the majority of the Rangers support are behind Lee Wallace in this, uh, Lee yeah. Wallace and Kenny Miller in this situation. You know, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, and from what I uh, another point you're talking about um, from, what I've, from what I gathered they, they didn't even give them a reason why they're suspended I mean I think it's pretty obvious that they didn't actually give them a reason it's like you're suspended you'll find out what course of action will be taken by the end of this week and that was it like you said about their hands and it's just it's just for two legends of the club that's not the way they should be treated in the slightest exactly I know no. especially Wallace Wallace gave up so much right when we were at our dark see when we were at our darkest point in our history uh, when we got uh, relegated to the third division and Lee Wallace could have went elsewhere he could have went down to England he could have went abroad he gave up his international career gave up so much money just to stay with us and the guy's 30 he's been I think he's been at us for about 7 years or so yeah 7 years 7 years that's, that's, that's the majority of the career yep exactly 7 years and the guy is completely loyal He's a leader, he's a talented player, he's a true professional, he's a guy you want within the dressing room and the Rangers board have treated him like he's a piece of shit. Unacceptable. It's totally, totally unacceptable. Like you say, he's been there, could have easily went to England, could have played in the Premier League, um, who knows what that could have led on to. And 
was doing my darkest hours and he's ca- captain of the, the league, just took us back up to where we belong and he's not really had a real shot in the top league, which is a shame and he's just been left out to, ha- to dry to, to be to discarded and it's, it's just absolutely unacceptable. If I was, if I was Lee Wallace, I'd be absolutely fuming and well, that's where he was at the weekend and it's just it's not someone you treat who took us to the darkest hours and brought us back up. Exactly, exactly, mate. So, but you see, when you look at this whole squad, right? It's like the same old story. It is. It's the same old story. I think that, that we've got a squad of losers, don't we? Yes, we do. One hundred percent. There's not one winner in that squad, apart from like we like said, Wallace and Miller. But apart from them, there's, there's no winners. There's no real fight. There's no. There's no quality. I think. I, I think it'll be a bit harsh to say that there's not like any talented players because there are, there are a few good players within that squad don't get me they're wrong they're good players yeah but it's just they're just not at the level they need to be it, it's just a squad that is it just seems so weak like yeah. they're, they're mentally weak yeah like, yeah no when you look at that old firm game the 3-2 game we should have won that game right oh 100% and we look like the, we actually look like the team that's playing with 10 men that's when you know like, we should have won it, but we didn't, you know, and what a golden opportunity that was, and it, it, see that game, that has scarred this squad, this, this Rangers squad has not be recovered from no. that 3-2 result at Ibrox to Celtic, no. not so ever. No, so, we were, going into that game, we were in the better form, we were high in confidence, uh, came out the blocks running, got that early goal, uh, Windass. We also get we also to get defeated and we've just not recovered like you say. It's just not been the same team since and probably won't be for the rest of the season. No, and it, as I was saying earlier on, um about how the Rangers squad have zero respect for Graham Murray. Um, it just it just shows you like so we had a apparently we had a bust up with Morales and Greg Doherty. We yeah, we had um Daniel Candias storming down the tunnel when he got subbed off. We had um, obviously Andy Haldy screaming at Graham Murray. It, it just shows you they just think so little of the manager. And I, I'm actually thinking the players have chucked it. They've chucked it. They're, 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 I think they're just like, you know what? He's gone at the end of the season. I'm done. That's me done for the season. Which is, yeah, it's unreal. It's unreal. That's not that you should be having. Um, at any workplace, regardless of football or wherever, you know. And it seems like a very disjointed squad. There's no, there's no leaders. There's no, no one can take game by scuff and making. Like you said, the lack of respect for the manager is just unbelievable. Um, if that was any other manager, if that, for example, say if that was Fergie, right, and the players are showing lack of respect to him, you would be scared shitless. You, you'd, you would not want to do that in the slightest. But Martin's not have put the respect of the players, and it's a real shame. Uh, you should, you shouldn't be treating the manager like that, no matter. But you know, just right, you think about this, right? See if Walter Smith, right? If Walter Smith is Rangers manager right now, do you think you would see Andy Halliday screaming ball bag? Do you think you would see Daniel Candia storming in the tunnel when he got subbed off? Do you think you would see Morales and Dockett having a bust up? Do you think you would see, uh, like, you, you wouldn't, you would, you wouldn't see any of this. You wouldn't no. under Smith whatsoever. And this, it just like, this whole Rangers squad, the the club as a whole. In fact, the club as a whole, from the boardroom to the the to the playing staff, just the whole, the whole club is broken. We are absolutely broken right now. Oh well, we're broken to to the core. It's just it's something that needs 
it needs fixed soon, and by soon I mean this summer, big changes need to happen. Yeah, it is. It was really, really bad. It, right, we'll talk a little bit about Celtic right now, right? We'll probably go back up to Rangers in two minutes, right? Quite rightly so. It's my show, and <laughs> it's my show, mate. I mean, why not? Who cares? Right, so, right, we'll talk a little bit about Celtic. Honestly, right, credit to them. Um, they're not being all that impressive this season, but the thing is, oh, they're getting results. They're getting results. They're they're going for a double treble, which I think they'll get. But honestly, that game on Sunday. We made them look like they were brilliant, and I know. they're really not. <laughs> they're not. They're, they're not at all. I mean, they they, went, they didn't get a second, uh, the second year on that game. We just we just flew over and made them look like they were Barcelona when well, they, they, like seen this season, they get they get they get trampled by Barcelona. But they're not a great team, and of course they are the best team in Scotland. No doubt about that. But you just need to have a go at them and not be scared because if you just let them play their game they're going to win and exactly exactly right see the two teams the two Scottish teams that have beat Celtic this season Hearts and Kamar I want to tell you what their whole tactic was their whole game plan press Celtic press them yeah. right and look what happened Hearts beat them 4-0 and uh, Kamar beat them 1-0 Right, what what Graham Murray done? Graham Murray, as you know, Graham Murray stood off them. He told the boys, right, stand off Celtic. We stood off Celtic. That was the worst thing we could have done. It was utterly embarrassing. Oh, utterly embarrassing. Absolutely. I was cringing. Uh, like, right from the word go, as I was saying earlier, I was like, we're going to get gubbed. And then I think it was Dembele that hit the post in the first five, ten minutes or so. Yeah. And I was like, right. <laughs> right there, yeah, this is it. Oh, God, this is going to be a dream. And uh, just, it's just, I cannot it's remember a worse. Like I cannot remember a worse Rangers, uh, Rangers old fun performance uh, since. Oh my god! Like last last year, right five one. But that was just my god. I could not believe how pathetic that was. At least oh. in the two five one games, we got a goal. And that's exactly. And that's the games. Oh, I can't believe it, mate. Honestly, um, oh. but it was. As you were going to say that? Uh, no, I was just I was just thinking that like in the three two game, uh, I broke the season we had the goal and you know, we won that game. So why I was thinking, okay, we'll use the same tactic and hopefully this time we'll get we'll get the result well won uh, the, the win. But for some reason he, he didn't go with the same tactic as he did at Ibrox, he, he sat back and I just thought uh, it was baffling, why would you go from a tactic that nearly got you a result to one that we know doesn't work against Celtic, it just it really was baffling why we do that. Exactly. <coughs> made, <coughs> pardon me. It made zero sense. Um, no. But it just shows you Graham Murray's out of his depth. Um, could Graham Murray be a good manager one day? Yes. Um, yeah. Not for Rangers Football Club, no. no. Like, it, it, like, see, for a while, I felt as though he was steadying the ship. But... That's always good for, really. Yeah, he, he steadied the ship for a while. Um uh, yeah, uh, no, he's not a long-term solution. He just comes in, says no. the ship, gets good for results. Um, but he's, he's not the he's not a long-term answer for. No, for never, never. Um, it's like I was saying for a while on the podcast as well. Like, Graham Murray, I, I don't care. Even if uh, I said this in the last episode, actually, if we get second, right? If we had got uh, if we get second and if we had won the Scottish Cup, right? I would be, I was I was saying that's still not enough. You know, like there's better options out there than Graham Murray. Uh, and I think I, I, you probably know Steve Clark. That's the guy I want. Steve Clark yeah. is a guy that's staring right in front of us. He's right in our face. We need to go for him. He's a 
the guy, uh, I know I keep saying it every time on the podcast, but fuck it. Um, Graham, uh, no, no, Graham, uh, Steve Clark, look, at, look what he's done with Kamara. Look what he's done with Kamara. He took uh, this prompt to the highest level finish in EPL. Look at the contacts he'll have down south, right? And he worked under Jose Mourinho for 10 plus years. This guy is a proper coach. He will build a team for us for the next decade or so. He, I know. Yeah. Sorry, on you go. Oh, no, what did you say that? No, I was thinking that, I was talking to you, I didn't think Steve Clark was his man, but I've, I've given it a lot of thought, um, but I think he, he is the man after thinking about it. He, he remains with Walter Smith away, the style, he plays the way he is in the touchline, and the way he is with players, the players respect him, um, which, which we touched on earlier, is, is lacking his club at the present moment. And he would, he would think if he would build a team for the next 10 years, he would get his playing the way we need to play to get results. And he's, he's done wonder that Kamara can. We need to, like you say, stay in the face, but we can't ignore that. And I think people say, oh, Steve Clark is, is, is a Celtic man. I, I don't buy into that one minute. I think if. He's a Kelly man. Came, I think that's. A Kelly just, man, he's from Yorkshire. Exactly. Is it, why is he being Kamara, you know? Um, I know. He's a, he's, a, he's a Kelly man. He's, this myth that he's a Celtic fan is just utter BS. Just, uh, like, it's just like complete propaganda uh, getting spewed from Celtic fans. It, is, it really is, and like, it, is, it really is. If, if, if you get off the Rangers job, I highly doubt he would say, you know, he can't, he can't put a, a job of that magnitude, and if he, he would love to be the man to knock Celtic off their perch and to done that, which I'm sure he's capable of, he, he would have no regrets. Yeah, he's using Kamara as a stepping stone, it's very elegant that he's done that, he's using Kelly as a stepping stone, and if Rangers come in, that's him, okay, right, I'm going to leave, right, of course he's going to go. And I was speaking to someone during the week there, and you went, "Oh, Scott, you said this about McInnes, but Derry McInnes one was weird, wasn't it? Like, I really that was a strange one. I, that from what I've heard, it was all done and dusted, but something happened, and and he turned his back. And I think we've we've the bill with him, fair enough. But it was a weird one that I, I thought it was done and dusted, but I think something happened behind the scenes that put him off. I think, well, the Rangers board, first of all, they've had a complete nightmare over the last two years, right? Oh, 100%. The, the fact that they took five weeks to approach Derek McInnes, five weeks to approach him, I think that could play a, I think that played a factor in why he actually rejected us. Yeah. Five weeks yeah, to approach so. him. Like that was, I think so. That was baffling. And it was. It was it was handled so poorly. Then the board parried it and they didn't know what to do. And we're like, okay, we're just a point Marty to the end of the season and now they're paying for it. This board the, right, the, one thing, right, I, th- I just still, it really angers me to this day. Why the fuck did we appoint Pedro Cassina? Where did, what absolute idiot came up with that idea? Like who thought a guy from the Middle East, right, uh, who was when you look at his CV, it's just it's not worthy of being the Rangers manager. No. How did anyone think in that Rangers boardroom, if you know anything about football, that this guy is the right guy for Rangers Football Club? Come on. I, I know. It's, it was the stupidest decision the club have made in a long, long, long time, uh, in a managerial sense, or in a football sense for that matter. The guy, the guy, obviously, fair if he's won his trophies, but it's, it's, not, it's not good enough for Rangers. Um He's a no one, he's a cheap option. Um and just the way he conducted himself, the whole the whole thing around Pedro was it was brass at the time. We could have at that time got McInnes, and um, we should have. And they realised that when it was too late for Pedro and 
try to get McInnes, but what raffles me is, well, when he did fire Pedro, which, well, I gave was the right decision, and when he did, they would think we'd have something in place, but like you say, it took five, five weeks to approach a part on the number one choice. If there's a number one choice, surely get Pedro out the door and go from straight away rather than waiting the five weeks. Exactly, go um, from right away. It was just, it was, it was a strange one, I don't know what was going on there, but it's just, you know who your number one choice is, get him within that week. Absolutely agree, absolutely agree, mate. Um, just, it, it just baffled me, like this board, the the fact that I'm not, I'm not really, I've, obviously I've given much criticism, right, on the, on the, on the, the show so far, but he's not entirely to blame, he's not, he should never in a million years been put in this position, the board have hung him out of dry, and he'll be going into the season, right, but see, I was saying on Sunday, right after the game, I was saying, right, there's no point in sacking him now, but after all the stuff that's came out about Wallace, Miller, I'm really struggling to see how Marty can stay on in this position. I know, it's untenable at this point. He's lost completely. the dressing room, completely he has lost the dressing room, so I'm really struggling to see how this guy can stay on. I know, when she, when she was addressing him, that's it, that game's over, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if the person not going to expect you, how you expect to get that back, um, they never will. Um, there's no point, I've seen a lot of people saying, get him out just now. I'm not against that, there's no point getting out just now. Get the, the season over, then look to see who we can bring in. Do you think we'll get right? Well, at least in just how, well, at least until the end of the season, right? Um, I was thinking, right, if you were going to get rid of Marty right now, if I was to put someone in charge, I think I would just say, right, give it J- Jimmy Nicol to the end of the season. That That's what I would do, right? Because yeah. obviously he's not going to get the job, but the guy's he's a veteran coach. I would at least give him the gig until the end of the season, right? But, right, see, it looks like Marty's going to stay in charge. Do you yeah, see yeah. Right, if Marty stayed in charge, right? Do you think we could honestly get second? If Marty stays in charge, I'm not sure. I think he's got. We've got the squad definitely to get second. But like we were saying, the players have lost. They think the season's over. As far as they're concerned, I'm not too sure. I think the last two games we've got against Aberdeen or Hibs are vital, and Marty is not performing in the big games this season. So uh, I'm not sure of it, to be honest. Well, I'll give, in his defence, right, about, well, I can't really defend Marty here. Well, he turns up against Aberdeen, right? We've got results against Aberdeen. Yeah, we've got results against Aberdeen. Uh, uh, Hearts. <laughs> I know, I, yeah, of course, Aberdeen's a gimme for us. <laughs> Aberdeen's a gimme. <laughs> um, <coughs> so, but, you know, he's got results against Aberdeen, um, Hearts. We've got a result against, uh, we got a result against Hibs at Eastern Road. But it's... It's just, you know, from games, it's just, you know, we got to the drop part, Ked, and we're thinking right after that, right, we should have won that. They, we, we should have won that, but still, should that is not good enough. Um, exactly. Should have could have won that. Exactly. So, I don't know, mate. I, honestly, I was, I've been saying second all season long, right? But it all depends on how we do this Sunday against Hearts. All depends on that game. This is a big one, right? Um, so, I've been hearing all sorts of rumours and reading a lot of stuff on the old Twitter that apparently there's going to be some protest yeah. chanting Lee Wallace's name chanting Kenny Miller's name apparently the Union Bears are going to be doing a silent protest I don't know what will happen right we'll need to wait and see but it's going to be a tough one because Hearts 
Uh, they've picked up form. They've got they've got nothing to yeah. play for. So I think they'll just want to pile more misery on Rangers this Sunday. I think. No, but I agree. Agree, especially under Levine, they're a hard team to break down. They're defensively solid. Vera and Sut at the back have been have been wonderful. Um, and they want to they want to on the misery, like you said. And it won't be an easy game like we've seen over the last couple of seasons. We've struggled against Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just it is a must-win game, and Hearts they'll 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 love it. They'll, they'll soak it and all the talk. There'll be a toxic atmosphere. They'll they'll play that to their advantage. And. Rangers, if they don't perform, the fans will get on their back and uh, it could get nasty, but hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong and we get the result, the result we need. Exactly, so we'll, we'll, we'll move it. Before we move on from Rangers, right, I'll just mention this. Um, there, there needs to be a clear-out made in the summer, a total clear-out. Well, not in a complete nuclear, uh, nuclear uh, clear-out, but there has to be a lot of deadwood that needs to go. There's a lot oh, of deadwood that needs to get out of our club. And um, it's going to be a big summer. It really is. It is. And it's just, yeah, it's just that this utter garbage cannot go on uh, any longer. Um, but I <laughs> and I like just came up there. Have, I, I've got my notes. You see, Rangers have signed a deal with uh, Hummel for the, oh, the, the next three years, ten million over the next three years. That's that's like. It's underwhelming, isn't it? You're expecting Nike or at least Puma again for the next couple of years, but Hummel, I've seen a few concept kits and I think concept kits are true, you know, it's not a bad, it's not a bad choice, but it's a bit embarrassing Hummel, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I, honestly, I don't really care who it's, like, who it's made by, as long as they're giving us money. I, I'm, I it's over, I'm not wearing the spotlight. The, 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 what is it? The I'm not I'm not wearing by the manufacturer. You know, like I'm not saying oh look what I'm wearing. I'm wearing yeah, a Hummel top. I'm wearing a Rangers top. I'm wearing a Rangers top. That's the thing. I don't care who it's made by. And apparently we've got a good deal out of it. I think it's um, don't quote me in this, but I'm sure it's three point four million uh, a year. Well, yeah. obviously it's a three year deal, so that's pretty good money. You know. And I've seen uh, everyone on Twitter was freaking out over it. I'm like, who cares? It's like, who really cares if they're giving us money, like a good amount? Who gives a fuck, really? <laughs> you know? I suppose, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just looking too much into it, but I suppose you're 3.4 over the next three years, that's what I saw as well. Like I said, end of the day, that's what you need money, I suppose you're right, I. Yeah, um, see if it was a crappy deal, then I'd be like, come on. But see the fact that it, it was, that's a pretty good deal, so I'm like, who cares who's made by? You know, it's like you're wearing a Rangers top. You're not wearing a look at me. I'm wearing a Hummel top. You're wearing a Rangers top. You know, <laughs> exactly. That's all it matters. You see that badge? That's all it matters. Exactly. So, um, well, well, we'll move on from Rangers uh, just now, mate, and uh, we'll talk about the other semi final that took place at the weekend there, and uh, Aberdeen uh, Mullerwell where Mullerwell battered Aberdeen three 0 uh, at Hamden, mate. Aberdeen, honestly, when it comes to Aberdeen and big games. They, they absolutely they bottle it. They just they, they crumble. They're the bottle merchants, they really are. Um, the last few seasons, you've got to the final against Celtic crumbled. This season, they even made the League Cup final. Uh, it was the team that bet the Motherwell. Um, but they, they bottled after the defence. That game was, was absolutely awful. There was no the player that I thought maybe looked good as Gary McKay Stephen. Greg Stewart at times had a decent, decent wee passage of play, but they were absolutely terrible whereas they have been big games this season against us and against Celtic Motherwell. Oh, they've been a, they, 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 honestly, I don't know what it is with, with Aberdeen, right? But um, you, like 
Right, when it comes to really big games, I feel as though Derek McInnes overthinks it and he just changes his tactics up so much. Remember Dominic Ball that played for Rangers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was playing him right back. I know, he's not, he's not a right back. When he played for us, he was centre back, defensive mid, and then, but again, right back, he just looked lost, you know, he did, he did overthink it. I, I agree with that, he just doesn't know what to do. It feels like he, he loses his way a bit. He panics, he overthinks it, and. Oh, it was it was baffling. It was and just Aberdeen. Man, it's as soon as the a few of us are there, another team that has a weak mentality. Uh, when you look at Aberdeen, when they go behind, they very like they really struggle to come back from that, you know. And it, it's the, it, the signings are made. They came in with a lot of fanfare, like especially Stevie May. Stevie May, Aberdeen fans were buzzing about him signing they were saying that Stevie May was going to cause it for them to score uh, a plethora of goals the guy's only scored five goals this season five goals it's, it's not good enough and at the time I was disappointed uh, we didn't go for him uh, but looking at that I think I think we've thought about it to be honest um, he just not performed I don't know if he's fit I don't know if he's fully fit because he's been out he's out injured for a long time uh, down south we Preston, was it Preston? I think. I think he was uh, Preston, mate, aye. Aye, but he, and he was injured and he came back up to Scotland looking to regain his best form, and he's just not done it. Eh? Eh, he holds up the ball well, we can win ahead of it, but he's just. He's a bit ahead, isn't he? He's, uh, aye, he's, yeah, 100%, yeah. He's, no. Uh, I just don't understand it whatsoever, you know. I feel no. Like, Stevie Mays, as I was saying, came up with a lot of fanfare, and he's just not, del- he's not delivered whatsoever. And uh, Aberdeen in the final third, especially, they are really, really poor. Like there's no, like there's like there's nothing productive happening in the final third by Aberdeen whatsoever. No, and toothless. Yeah, toothless. That's it. Spineless. They're really toothless. They are. They're toothless. There's nothing happening there, and it's just there's no end product uh, there. So and uh, defensively, I like what I like. Uh, Scott McKenna. He's a good player. I would I would take him at Rangers. Definitely. Um, but Carrie Anderson, who's apparently meant to be a terrific player, who I think is bang average, uh, he had a nightmare on Sunday. He, you know, Sunday, oh, Sunday, I, Saturday. He had a nightmare on Saturday. Well, I had an absolute mare. He was at fault uh, for the second goal, I believe. Um, and he, he just he had a nightmare. Like you said, Scott, Scott McKenna is probably just rather than captain. It's like with Hull, Hull in January. Um, not but a few big things on your contract. Uh, he's a good player, but Carrie Anderson, he just, he, was just he, he panicked. He just didn't. Will most certainly give uh, Aberdeen, uh, Aberdeen, sorry, Celtic a game in the final. 
there's no guarantee uh, Celtic can do the double treble, but I think they will. But Mullamal will give them a tough game. There's no doubt about that. Mullamal are very physical side. They like to get in your face. They, they're really... They're a tough team to play against. And Celtic, have, uh, they, they're struggling against them this season. I think they've drew the Mullamal twice, if I'm right. And uh, obviously Mullamal beat Rangers in the semi-final and we've drew with them a, uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were 2-0 down and I, right after that game I was I was still not happy when Rangers came back from even 2-0 to each. Still wasn't impressed. But still, yeah, enough about Rangers. But yeah, Mullamal, it'll be... a it will be a tough affair for Celtic, you know. It won't be, it be. they'll be up for it. Definitely, I think in the last final, up until uh, Cedric Kipri got sent off, I thought he was playing, he was, they were playing very well and they were in the game. Um, and if they take that, that confidence from up until before that red card in the last final, they'll, they'll definitely get the hell give them problems, I think. And Stephen Robinson, what a wonderful job he's done. Um, he's, done it, he's done better than I expected, mate. Honestly. Oh, hundred percent. I thought he was a chief option, um, but he's came in and done well. I think if he wins, I think Steve Clark should get manager of the season. But if he wins the cup, you know he will definitely, definitely. It'll be interesting. It will be, mate. Um, I think. Well, obviously it will be decided before then. But uh, manager oh, yeah, of yeah. the year, because uh, obviously in the last pod of the season we'll discuss that. So I won't reveal that now, who man. <laughs> I'm actually yeah will be, but I think everyone will know. Every I think everybody will know who that will be. But yeah, <coughs> Aberdeen, Derek McInnes, right? Uh, um, do you, a lot of Aberdeen fans have been saying that they want to get rid of Derek McInnes. I disagree with that. I think Derek McInnes should stay. If they, like Derek McInnes has done a marvelous job for Aberdeen, he rejected Rangers to stay there. He rejected Rangers to stay at Aberdeen, and. If I if Aberdeen get the top three, why sack them? Like, what are they expecting? They're, they're getting greedy. They're getting far too greedy. Oh, they are. They are. They think they're getting too big for their boots. They're thinking uh, they're the second biggest team in Scotland, and uh, they're, they're not. They're really not. Um, but I think McInnes, he's done well, and if he was to go, they would, they would, fall, they would fall away, I think, a bit. Um, he, he needs to be there for, for them to, to do well. The signs he's brought in, albeit his touch on Steve, may not be the best. Um, he's always made good signings for since then, a lot of money, and he's not, I don't want to say he's Rangers class for us, and my Rangers, but still, I think, he, he, he's done well for them, and if they get to talk to me, what, what more could they ask for? Exactly, like, that, that, that's what I was saying, um, if Aberdeen get top three, at least finish third, that's a, that's a, a good season. There's no shame in finishing behind Rangers. Rangers have a much bigger budget. Rangers are a much bigger club. Rangers have much uh, superior resources. There's no shame in that whatsoever. If you finish third and you're finishing behind Rangers, who if Rangers finish second, there's no shame in that. Absolutely zero shame. So how they can say that's not? How they can say that that's a failure of a season? It's not. Far no. from it. It, it, like so, Derek McInnes done a marvelous job there. They, I think they will get third. They will. I think they will at least get third. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, the Aberdeen fans. I can understand why they'll have criticisms of Derek McInnes. Absolutely. But there's for for him to get for Colin for Derek McInnes to get the sack. Yeah, I get it, mate. Come on. I know. Who's going to bring in this better? No one. Exactly. Like, whoever you bring in, like I, I was speaking to my pal who's an Aberdeen fan, and he was saying that. Jack Ross, I'm like, right, Jack Ross has done fantastic at St Mirren, right? Yeah, he's done fantastic. But the thing is, that's a big jump from St Mirren. 
in the championship to Aberdeen. Right, it's a it's a big it's a big jump, right? So it's a gamble as well. So what if that goes uh, the way it tits up? Yeah, if that goes tits up, what are you gonna do then? You know, so Aberdeen fans need to stop getting greedy. They're gonna get European football next year, uh, next season. I firmly, yeah, I firmly believe that. So Aberdeen fans need to, I think, they need to cool their jets and stop being overly critical of Derek McInnes. You know, right. So, but yeah, that's uh, my thoughts on that one. But um, <coughs> Hibs, when you make uh, Hibs uh, so far uh, recently, mate, well, they've really started to pick up momentum since really uh, January. Have, so they have. Well, really, the last the last five games of what they've won three, uh, two draws. Um, they really have. I thought coming up to the championship, well, you uh, Hibs were a Hibs were a good side, uh, but the next time to do as well as they have done. Um, Neil Lennon's got them playing some good football, they've got some good players in there that can cause any team problems, um, especially the likes of John McGinnity, he will always help you. Um, but Hibs, obviously, they came, not came out of nowhere, but kind of challenge for second, that's amazing for any team, regardless of who they are, to come up from the championship and challenge for second. Um, because that would be the Rangers' problems, but I can't see them getting second, but they've definitely, definitely done better than I expected. Yeah, they they have though. I don't think they'll get second. I really don't. Um, I, I still like it. All depends on what happens this Sunday. Right? I'm still yeah. In my gut, I, I still feel as though Rangers will get second. But if we, right, I feel if Rangers lose this Sunday, I think the board they'll need to react. They'll need oh, to react 100%. because if we get beat this Sunday, they have to react, and then the board will be like, okay, we cannot go with Murty until the end of the season this is not doable so that's where I think the board will need to jump in and be like okay right Murty off you go so but yeah Hibs uh, I say it on the pod every week they've uh, they've surprised me and they've, uh, they've done well this season you know uh, 100% yeah um, 100% well, I have a look at here they've scored 49 goals this season in the league uh, and that's, that's remarkable uh, you know that 50 mark and like it's only Celtic caught 60 Four, Hibs got 49 you know it's, it's it's a good return for a team that I think just got from the championship um, above Hearts who, who are established team at this point in the, in the Premier League yeah um, and I'm just going to make, bring up uh, Kamara there mate like Kelly <laughs> they won at the weekend there Kamara won at the weekend there no surprise um, they're, they've been unbeaten in the last six or seven games or so They've, yeah. been, they've been on fantastic for, like of course like it just shows you the job that Steve Clark's done and it just shows you that I say it every I feel was on my broken record but Chris Boyd my god 22 goals or something like that he's good it's, it's unbelievable Chris Boyd um, obviously saying for us wasn't great but you can always you can always rely on him to score goals no, no matter what age he is um, put the ball in the box if he's there bang it in and especially under Steve Clark he's got him going again and they've to win for to win five games in the bounce, I'm beating in seven. Uh, for a team of their stature, not the biggest resources, not the biggest team in the world. It's just it's remarkable, and they're only four points behind Hibs at this point. When a few months ago they were looking at possible relegation, it's just an unbelievable turnaround. No, it's, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Like, like Steve, like, I, I, like honestly, I just cannot believe the job that he's done there. Like, <coughs> just think, right? <coughs> if, uh, <coughs> Steve Clark took over at the start of the season, right? Where the stink where Kamara will be right now. 
Kamara, I think Kamara will be either fourth or third in the table easily. Oh, 100%, 100%. They'll be above Hibs, I would think. Um, and certainly, certainly within the, the top three bracket, we finish out of that. Um, if he is there next season, I, I don't think he will be. If he is there next season, Kamara have got an amazing season to look forward to. Possible uh, cup run, possible, you know, top three, if they're lucky. Yeah. Um, but what a job he's done is, Turned them into a hard team to beat, uh, but nice of Celtic and Rangers. Both Rogers and, and Murray have not got a win against them yet. It just shows you what a good job he's done. 100% mate and uh, I just don't care. I cannot get over the Chris Boyd phenomenon I, uh, I cannot get over that because know, remember Chris Boyd remember uh, Chris Boyd with Rangers in the Championship disgraceful terrible then, <laughs> then he goes back to Kilmarnock but he still was struggling to find his form Steve Clark comes in He's brought out the best in him and he's scoring goals for fun. And just, Kamara as a whole, very well organised, very well drilled. They're, they're, they're a, honestly, they're a joy to watch. They play some really good stuff. And, yeah, how they manage to pull Steve Clark off, I'll never know. But hopefully next year, mate, Steve Clark is going to be the Rangers dugout. That oh, is... That, that, that'd be a dream. Um, but no, Kamara, we were trying to get that... Jordan Jones in the in the January transfer window there. I think he's been brilliant. Um, he's full of energy, creative. Uh, whoops, a good ball in for for Boyd Moss to, to back in it, and he can provide a goal to himself. Yeah, he's, um, he's a good player. No, oh, I, I, I just say he's a good player. Absolutely, uh, Jordan Jones. He's. Uh, I'm surprised we never got him, but I think we eventually will get him. Yeah, hundred percent. Tons of potential. He'll go places. Well, 100% he could be a future replacement uh, for Kim Dias um, or even even getting the team above him at Kim Dias but he's a brilliant player and obviously start, starting to establish himself at uh, international level now yeah yeah. so that's that good to see mate it really is um, but John Jones man he's uh, I've had my eye on him for a long time and I'm like he'll be a player for us like if we get him he'll work probably he'll do wonders for us um, oh, so, definitely. so I think we'll, uh, we'll jump back down we'll jump down to the probably, um, the bottom half of the table and uh, Ross County they've had a re-emergence over the last few weeks ever since they got rid of that clown Owen Coyle yeah I, was, I said it right from the get go when Ross County appointed Owen Coyle I was like that is a terrible terrible appointment he will take Ross County nowhere if Owen Coyle stay in charge they'll go down but ever since he's went away they're, they're, they're sitting second but second bottom and when Owen Coyle left them they were sitting bottom so there's been improvement so yeah I tell you? definitely um, I thought obviously Owen Coyle he'd done well with Burnley back in the day and St Johnson and uh, had a spell at Bolton but he just wasn't there until like, recent times yeah, Blackburn he'd, he'd done nothing on a similar level of league and Ross County, like I said, they've had the re-emergence. They've won, they've won, they've only lost two games in the last five, which is decent for a team like them um, fighting relegation, uh, a point above Patrick Thistle. So I, I still feel for them. I, I, think, I don't think they'll get above Dundee. Uh, they'll be in a playoff spot, I think, between them and Thistle, but I think they do have the quality. Whoever it, they end up playing, possibly Dundee United, they, they do have the quality to stay up. Um, I think honestly I think Thistle will 
galvanised towards the end of the season. Uh, towards the end of the season, I feel as though th- like, Thistle have been really poor, and so they have this season. But I feel as though they've galvanised and they'll be able to at least finish in the playoffs. I think Dundee will just edge it. They'll avoid the playoffs. They'll finish. Uh, they'll finish third bottom. But my God, um, Thistle, I just cannot get over how poor they've been this season. Uh, because considering they made the they made the top six last year, they look at them, you know. I know it's, it's, it's really surprising to see. I thought they'd build this upon last season and become an established top six club, um, which I know the, all the all the Jag fans want. Um, but no, it's been real surprising. The only good thing I would say, as I've seen, is Connor Salmon. He's been he's been a great acquisition on loan from Hearts. Um, and Chris Eskin, always a good performer for, for Thistle, but I really had a terrible season. I've not won a game in the last six, seven, how many it is. And it is looking better for them. But like you said, I do think they can't, they've got the quality uh, to go from there and see what happens. Yeah, did you see that uh, tweet that Chris Erskine, uh, what's his name, uh, Chris Erskine, that put, uh, yeah. put out, did you see that? But player, player of the Year, he thought it should be scrapped. Aye, uh, he was like this, I feel so embarrassed to be nominated for this uh, Player of the Year award, would be considering the season we've had, and uh, I actually voted for Chris Erskine for a laugh, right? <laughs> And you see the votes, like, there was four players on it, and it was like Chris, Chris Erskine was at like 78%, and everyone else was like 20%, 16%, 6%. And uh, it was so funny to see. So he'll end up winning it. But uh, the real question is, right, if he wins it, he'll probably accept it, no doubt. But uh, no, no, it just tells you, uh, I'll aside, I like the honesty that he has. Like, he was nominated, and he was like, I feel embarrassed to be, no- I feel embarrassed to be nominated for this. Uh, no, it shows, it shows how much he cares about the club. It's, it's not about him, it's about the club and the predicament at the moment. Um, and it shows his head screwed on. Um, but no, it really, it really, it really is quite funny, that. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but obviously, we've said it will be play of the season, but it's like, it's like play of the season for like, getting relegated, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not looking too good. It's not looking too good for them uh, no. at this moment in time. But I think... They they'll edge it. Well, at least they'll be in the playoffs. They will. They'll be in the playoffs at least. That's what yeah. I think. Uh, but yeah, so um, don't think there's much else to really speak about when it comes to SPFL matters. But um, I'll bring this up right um, because uh, last episode, me and Ben had a wee debate about uh, this old fella, uh, Joey Barton. Is it the, the new Fleetwood Town manager? Did you see that? I seen that today. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. I, was, I thought I was reading something. That was high. I was that. I was like, I didn't think it was serious. I thought it was some sort of joke, but no, that's that's a surprise. One that it is, it is indeed. Uh, how do you think you'll do? Uh, it's very hard to say, right? Because you know what Joey Barton's like. I know. I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I've, 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 I've never seen him. I don't know. He's not had any manager experience. But if he brings the fire he has from the pitch into coaching, who knows? Um, Fleetwood are not, not exactly a team with a lot of pressure to do well on them. Um, and Barry Ferguson was there as, as player manager at one point um, but I don't know I think if he brings that fire into coaching it could it could do well but I want to tell him what they are. I don't know what players will bring out I'll have some contacts you know he's played in abroad with Marseille and he's been in England played at some top clubs Man City and Newcastle um, so we'll have his contacts but whether he puts it to good use we'll have to wait and see It'll be very interesting to see the least, mate. It will be very intriguing to see how that one goes. Um, 
Uh, the reason I brought it up is because obviously Joey Barton's a very controversial uh, character, yeah. and uh, it will be we. I think the only person that's really stopping him from doing well is himself, because you know the guy's got a very short fuse, and he needs to have a bit of a when you become see when you're a football manager, you need to be approachable. You need to have a soft side to you. You need a professionalism. Yes, and Joey Barton. I think that at times he very he likes that. He, t- he likes professionalism. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, that whole thing with with um obviously it, it brings back to what Halliday has done and Wallace and Miller. Uh, but he needs to have that professionalism, you know. He can't, he can't be a soup manager without having that. Every um, top manager who has a short fuse, Neil Warnock, for example, uh, we've been linked with him. He's got a short fuse, but he's still very professional uh, in interviews and knows what he's doing. But... If he has that professionalism, if he brings that into his game, it could be a top top manager or top coach anyway. Because nobody will know how he'll do until we actually, until he's actually in the dugout, you know. Yeah. But yeah. from the character that he is, it's he, he's a very as I was saying, he's he's very brutal, he's very honest, he's very controversial. He speaks his mind, and to his own detriment at times, you know. But oh, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it will be. It's a. It's a very weird one. It came out of nowhere. It did. I know. I was. I was surprised. It wasn't even any rumours or talk with it. Just like boom, boom, boom. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I was on the on the Twitter and then it came out. Drew Barnfleet, good time manager. I'm like, oh, that's his playing career done then. But um, aye. It's a weird one that. But see, you see, when I was listening to, listening to Joey Barton on Top Sport, he's really interesting to listen to. He is like he's, the fact that he's. He just speaks his mind and he's very brutal at times and I'm like, this guy's great entertainment, you know? Yeah, he is, he is, he is, that's quite wild. If it's controversial, you know, he's doing a bit of Chris Sutton in a way. I would say he's better than Chris Sutton. I think he's more blunt, he just says it how it is. Like, I feel, I feel oh, yeah. so at times he's a wee bit too blunt, remember? He was. He had that uh, thing with Everton manager, the Everton caretaker manager, what's his name, David Unsworth? And he was saying... Yeah, he's a... Primary school teacher or something? He looked like a, a, a PE teacher. Like, uh, why yeah, is he yeah, the, yeah. Like, the ever manager? Like, he's too fat. Like, I, the, that's I when know. I thought he was, like, way over the... Way that was a bit over the mark, yeah. Again, yeah. a bit too personal, but... Right, yeah. Um, get a coach for Fleetwood and who knows where that will take him ah, he's very arrogant to say the least yeah. but he, I, can, I will say that he has matured over the years and oh. as I was saying on the, the recent episode of the podcast I think Joey Barton did get a raw deal you know I felt as though he got a raw deal at the just football club um, he could have been a top player for us um, oh 100% I think he could have been yeah and it just shows you he went back down to Burnley and he done scoring his first game <laughs> exactly scoring his first game back and he, he obviously got player of the year for Burnley uh, when he was in the championship played a vital part in them getting promotion um, yeah it was, I, th- I feel as though he could have been a top player but it just Warburton didn't have the man management skills to deal with a character, a character like Joey Barton you know but yeah so all the best to Joey Barton I hope he does well and uh, there'll be a lot of people out there that hopes that he, he does terrible but of course you're going to have the haters but yeah I know. Um, but what's an angel? Always an angel. We wish her, wish her the best. Exactly, mate. Absolutely. So yeah, bef- I was going to say uh, there. Um, 
St Mirren. St Mirren won the championship, uh, I think it was last weekend. Uh, yep. St Mirren, my God. Last year, finished rock bottom of... Uh, no, sorry, they didn't finish rock bottom. Um, they were fighting relegation. Jack Ross came in, completely saved them, and now... They've won the championship the following season. Unbelievable. What a story that is. Like, Jack Ross has done a terrific job at St Mirren. They deserve all the credit in the world. Played some terrific football this season. And, my God, what a job that is. From fighting relegation to the next season, boom, promotion to the SPFL. Oh, 100%. Um, I thought when I thought St Mirren uh, should have been challenging. Before he came in anywhere, they're a big enough club in Scotland. Um, but no, what a job he's done. Uh, he's came in, turned them around. And run leaps and bounds since then, and shows none of the players Lewis Morgan and the champions of Scotland by one of the players that are shows you shows you what they're actually doing. Um, but I think next season, I think I think uh, I could be wrong, but I think they could get a top six finish. It's bringing some more quality players uh, to deal with the more pressure and more quality that the Premiership demands. Uh, they could be for a good season ahead. Um, but no, what what a season they've had. Um, uh, under under Jack Ross and some players, Lewis Morgan, like I said, highlighted him. I think he's been a wonderful, wonderful player from this season. Oh, he's been terrific, yeah. For me, absolutely. He's um, St. Mirren have done uh, tr- tremendous under Jack Ross, and uh, I liked what Jack Ross said during the week there, where he was saying it doesn't really, it's not very attractive uh, to him that uh, for St. Mirren to be fighting relegation, he he's aiming for top six. That's his aim, and I like oh, that I- ambition. You know, you don't want to go in there it, like we just oh let's hope we stay up. He's like let's try and make top six. I don't like no make top six honestly, but I like his uh, ambition and Andy's and uh, enthusiasm. I like that. I really do. And uh, all the best in St Mirren. All the best to them. They've done terrific this year. And Jack Ross is a very promising young coach who I think will go far. One hundred percent. Will go far. Yeah. So um, I'm just trying to see if there's any. Anything else that we need to cover? Uh, I don't think anything else we need to cover, Matt. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe Dundee United House. Oh! Dundee <laughs> 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 United. Oh, sorry, Dundee United fans listen, but you are absolutely <laughs> rotten, man. Oh, they're, oh, they're so shocking. bad, mate. Oh, obviously they they something to the Sell their training ground. If they might, yeah, they, they, they did. Yeah, they had to sell the sell their training ground, so they were prepared for that other season, the championship. That's just embarrassing. That's just that's just that's rock bottom. You know, it's just it's not it's not good. If I was a Dundee United fan, I'd be, I'd be worrying for for the future. Absolutely, absolutely, mate. It is not looking good whatsoever, and they're not going to come up this year. They appointed uh, Chabo Lazo <coughs> at the start of the season there. And I think they sacked uh, Neil McKinnon, which I felt was always unnecessary. I don't think they would be in this position right now if they had kept Neil McKinnon, but they'd parried, they sacked Neil McKinnon, brought in Chabalazzo, a heart's reject, and now look at them. Look, they're an absolute shambles. They signed fucking Bilo Mojny, fuck's sake. I know, I know, I mean, like, what? Because like, he wanted 
I remember when they sent them, uh, Laszlo said he wanted a bit of fight, a bit of steel in the team uh, at his first game. He said, I think he was absolutely raging with them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it was just, 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 you couldn't write this stuff. I mean, Mosley, I mean, obviously, St. Rangers was fond of the name of the He's off through the antics against, um, what was his name again? Oh, Lee Irwin. Lee Irwin. He grabbed him when he was waiting outside the Motherwell team bus when he was going to steal goal. Yeah, they're lacking finance. Uh, the squad's poor. The club is in a complete shambles. It's a totally disjointed team at the moment. Exactly, a hundred percent, mate. One hundred percent. So they're an absolute mess at this moment in time. Uh, as you were saying, I don't think they'll come up either. Um, they'll they'll meet Thistle in the playoffs. Uh, no, sorry, Thistle won't. Uh, Party Thistle won't meet them in the playoffs. Dundee United will end up getting knocked out. They, uh, they'll finish fourth, Dundee United, I think. And then they'll end up getting knocked out in the... Like, the Before they even get to the final. They won't even make the final, sorry. They won't no, make no the chance. No. no chance. No chance. Zero chance of that. So, I, Matt, I was going to say, I was trying to get up the fixtures for this weekend, but uh, my internet is playing funny buggers with me, so is there any chance you get up? Of course, of course. So, as we can, we've got Hibs, Celtic, Dundee, St. Johnson... Like, oh, we'll, 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 we'll do it on an individual basis, right? We'll do predictions. Uh, so we will. Uh, so we'll start with uh, the first game this weekend. Uh, so Hibs and Celtic. Hibs uh, at home against Celtic. Uh, potential title with party for Celtic. I'm going to go for 2-1 Celtic. Uh, I think I'll go for a 1-0 Celtic. I really hope Celtic don't lie down. I've got a few. Because if they do, they could potentially win it against us, but I don't think anyone wants to happen, uh, apart, from, apart from Celtic fans. But um, I don't think they'll lie down. I don't think they'll lie down. That's not Rodgers. He's come in to win. He's only, won, he's only lost two domestic games since joining um, since joining two seasons ago, or 2016. Um, they won't lie down, but I, I, I accept them to win. Um, I saw, I think, 1-0 Celtic. And uh, I think Aberdeen are playing... Uh, I think Aberdeen Hearts are playing tomorrow. Friday. Hearts, is it Hearts killing Friday? Yeah. Uh, on Friday it is Aberdeen Hearts, yeah. Yeah, Aberdeen Hearts, yeah, so Aberdeen Hearts. Um, I think I'll go for that. Well, last time Hearts and Aberdeen met, uh, Hearts beat them 2 0, very convincingly, may I add. Um, I think I'll go for that. Hearts Aberdeen, I think I might go for that. Aberdeen loan confidence right now after the semi final loss. I think I might go for a 3-0 Hearts win. 3-0 Hearts win. I'll go for a 2-1 Celtic. Uh, Celtic are playing Hearts this weekend. So I was looking at the wrong one there. Oh, so it's Kelly Aberdeen, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Kelly Aberdeen. Uh, um, Kelly uh, Aberdeen, I'll go for that. I'd expect one each. I'm going to, well, uh, Kelly have actually struggled against Aberdeen this season, so I think I might go for a... Uh, in fact, I'll go, I think Kelly might edge it. I think Kelly 2-1. 2-1? Uh, do you know, I can see it coming at home... 
been playing well. So I, I can see that. So I think I'll be tight, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know what reaction after last weekend, so I'm just going to stick with one each. Mm. Um, we've also got a, a potential potential big game there, Dundee St. Johnson. Dundee St. Johnson, uh, well, I think, well, that's a big game for Dundee. I think St. Johnson, it's been nearest for them. They're safe. They've got nothing to play yeah. So I think it will be, uh, I'll go for a, a one each in that one. One each. I fancy Dundee at home, St. Johnson. I, I think 2 0 Dundee. Then we've also got, oh, oh, a big game, a big, big game down at the bottom there. We've got Partick Tussle uh, Hamilton. That's a big one. That is a that is a big one. That one. Uh, I think I'll put it this old Hamilton. Oh, that's all rock bottom. They'll not be doing well. Hamilton. They gave Kelly a game last week. Kelly will be on form. I think I might. And Hamilton. I don't know what it is. They seem to just dig out results. I think they'll stay up. Which I do. I think they'll stay up somehow. Uh, I'm gonna go for a a two-one Hamilton win. Two-one Hamilton. Yeah, I haven't watched the last five games. Crystal in the last five games have a look here. They've drawn one, lost four. Party Crystal at home. But, like you said, Hamilton did get results, so I'm going to go for 1-0 Hamilton. And then, the final game of the Saturday, we've got Ross County and Motherwell. Ross County and Motherwell, eh, well, obviously Motherwell been doing really well recently. Eh, made the cup final at the weekend. Well, eh, I think I might go for a Motherwell two one. Two one. I'm thinking I'm thinking two or three now, Motherwell. Then obviously the, the last the game to round off last weekend we've got on Sunday half to kick off at Adrox Rangers Hearts. Oh god, uh, this is very unpredictable. Um after everything that's happened over the, the weekend there with Rangers. And uh, all the chaos during the week, I really, it's a really hard one to predict. Um, I'm thinking, honestly, I'm going to go one each. One each? I don't know. I'm thinking after last weekend, Rangers, the fans will be demanding a reaction. Marty, I hope, if they play the first Marty, will be demanding a reaction. And the board will be demanding a reaction. I don't know. Hearts, like I said earlier on in the show, Hearts will be, Hearts will be tough to beat. They're very good defensively. But I'm going to go for 2-0 Rangers. Optimistic, mate. Very optimistic. What would, <laughs> what would uh, be your team? team? What would be your My team, team? team? I would go for, obviously, further to the back, I would go Declan John left back. Um, McCrory or oh, McCrory got sent off in the cup and that's on McCrory's eligible. Uh, McCrory, I think McCrory's, uh, that was just for the cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, John, then I'll go McCrory. I'll go for Russell Martin, even though I think he's a terrible, terrible player. Oh, God. <laughs> There's no other options, um, so I'll go McCrory, Martin, Tavitt, uh, right back, uh, Doherty, and Holt. I'll go for a 4 4 2 with Holt in the middle. Uh, out left, I'd play Windass. Out right in this, up top, I'll go for Cummins and Morelos. Um, I would go 4 4 2, mate. I would go the 4 4 2. I would also have Fodrum uh, and goals. Outright, obviously, Tavernier. Uh, two centre halves, I would have uh, Ross McCorry and Alves. Uh, and out left, it would, be, it would need to be Declan John. 
And in the midfield, I would have uh, outright Candias, uh, Jason Holt in the centre, Greg Doherty uh, in the centre with him, and Jamie Murphy out left. And up top, Morales and my boy Jason Cummings, who I felt I feel as though who ha has had a complete raw deal since coming to Rangers. I don't understand how this boy is not being given a game whatsoever. Jason Cummings must be kicking himself when he sees Morales, who I like, by the way. Oh, who Morales, has been, who Morales, who cannot hit the back of the net whatsoever, even though he scored against Dundee the other week. Dundee are utterly terrible, right? That's the only reason Rangers won that game 4-0. Dundee are absolutely shocking. He, uh, it's ridiculous how Cummings has not been given a game. I don't know. I, 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 he's just coming for a start. He started in the cup against Falkirk, albeit a poor championship tie this season. Scored a hat trick. Um, and every time he's came on, I think he's been given 10 to 15 minutes. He's, he's looked good to me. Um, well, always lose the goals in him. Um, he's just the baffle of me. I don't think, from what I've heard, Marty didn't want him in the first place. It was, it was Dave, Dave um, sorry, Dave Allen, Mark Allen that brought him in. Um, Marty's not fans him. It's a strange one, but uh, uh, Cummings could be a Central Fenstreet star um, is baffling why it doesn't get a start more often. Yeah, it's baffling, mate, it really is. Uh, I don't think you'll want to be there next year, if I'm being honest. I don't think Cummings will want to be there because you know, you, you, the guy's going to get a game and the guy's talented. I think he's got a great future ahead of him and we're just not giving him a chance. You know, he's not been given a fair yeah. amount of games yet, Morales, who I like, as I just said, has been shocking the last month or so. And he's getting in the team like no baller, and he's been absolutely terrible, which is completely ridiculous, you know. So they should go on form, not not stats, you know. <laughs> exactly, you know. I know, and, and when it comes to from games, Morales, fucking, oh my god, the guy doesn't have a clue. Like he just can't no. hit the back of net whatsoever, you know. No, he just freezes against Celtic in big games, you know. He just obviously he's got one point in nine games to go this season. As much as I like, I love Morales. I think he's one day will be the main man. He is the main man currently, but. He'll be the main man with point to prove um, currently, but against Celtic, okay, uh, God, the goal was at his mercy. They played it to the left, would have been in. Um, played it over him, would have been in, but he played it straight out. And he's just, I think, I think when it comes to big games, he gets nervous and he's greedy. He does. I don't know what it is, really, but the guy's talented, but. I was still I was starting this Sunday uh, because obviously Miller can't start and who else we got that we can start. We're starting Herrera. F, f that. No, forgot about him actually. <laughs> oh God, I less than a bit about him. I so I don't think there's anything else that we need to cut. Oh, but before we go, before we go, Matt, you see, Carlos Pena has uh, had a bust up with Casinha. Oh, that that is just because uh, he was buying beer. I heard. What mate? Uh, uh, he was buying beer. Or something like buying beer. Oh. oh, and he's going to send us back. I think that just that, that just sums up our season, really. Oh, um, less said the better about Pedro. Less said the better. Less said the better about Carlos Pedro, man. Yeah, he's, 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 oh, it's just, it's just, it could have been a good player back in the day, but he's, he's obviously not. He's obviously he's not in football for whatever reason, and it's just oh, yeah, like you said, the reason said about him the better. Exactly, mate. You're absolutely right. So I think uh, that'll be it, mate. I think we've pretty much covered. Everything that we had to cover, I think we spent about half an hour speaking about Rangers. <laughs> I noticed that I was looking at the time, like, geez, we went long, but who cares? It's my show. And Rangers are yeah, the, the big talking point of the week, so oh, I had to get discussed. So, Matt, absolute pleasure to have you on. Uh, no hopefully, problem. you'll be on next week. Hopefully, yeah, one happy to join you again. Right, fantastic, mate. So, uh, so, until next time, guys, take care and we will see you soon.